When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Matt, we've hit a hundred episodes. Oh my God. A hundred <laughs> episodes of this show. A hundred episodes of the show. And, you know, thanks to a lot of television appearances, we've been able to make the hundredth episode not a specific song. But this falls perfectly in line with when this album was released. It was released just before Alapalooza was the food album. That's right. This I believe we've both talked about early purchase in in our Weird Al fandom. For me, it was a someone made me a bootleg cassette of Bad Hair Day. I bought the Weird Al VHS tape of music videos. My cousin gave me a bootleg copy of Off the Deep End, and I bought even worse, and the food album were the first two albums I purchased with my own money to like start building. They were all cassettes. I had a lot of Weird Al cassettes before I had Weird Al CDs. And I had, it's funny, because I was straight to CDs. I had a couple of cassettes, but I guess I went, when I first started really collecting music, I jumped to CDs. I was so fancy. Yeah. I went right to the, the premium medium at the time. <laughs> um, but for me, the first thing I got was Bad Hair Day. Uh, yeah. And this was the second thing that I got. Nice, because um, I remember I loved uh, loved Bad Hair Day, and I just listened to that record, you know, top to bottom a million times. Yeah, and the then Bad Hair I Day went... episodes. I don't think we're gonna have a guest free episode on that album. That is such probably not a in beloved fact, I, album. Yeah, like... I, I just was uh, talking to a uh, friend of mine who wanted to do a Bad Hair Day song, but and I was like, "Well, get in line, dude, because there's yeah. a lot of it's." There's this is I feel demand. bad because there's there's some pretty big name people who are asking to be on. Bad Hair Day, and there's also a lot of like from the very beginning guests that want to come back. So it's gonna be. Oh, if you want to, if you want to be a guest on Bad Hair Day, you got to check yourself right now. Yeah, and, it's and, gonna be and a look war inside zone. and say, "Am I worthy?" You may also <laughs> just have to get tossed like one of the lesser songs on the album and be like, "Hey, I know we can't give you Amish Paradise, uh, but." <laughs> Do you want to talk about calling in sick? <laughs> like, Someone's got to talk about cavity search, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So Sorry, we had spoilers for bad hair. Yeah. Day. Uh, so anyway, for, I was saying for this was the second Al thing I got. And yeah. I bought it at a Sam Goody after. And I didn't know, you know, I was young. I didn't realize this was a comp. I didn't realize what it was really. I just remember looking at the back and I knew I should say the other thing I knew was the the VHS of all the music videos. And a lot and of them are represented here. This yeah. had a lot of I'm like, oh, this is what I want because this has stuff that I've heard of. Um, and little did I know that this compilation was kind of like the bane of Al's existence. Yeah. Great um, cover, though. I must say, I think the al ar album art for this compilation is delightful with the little Agreed. like Al Yankovic skeleton on the platter and the 
the uh, alien eating it. But anyway, we should introduce that we do have a return guest. As we're talking oh, about yes. people having to fight it out for Bad Hair Day, maybe they'll find a home in episodes like this. Jim Legrando <laughs> is here. Legrando is here uh, to talk. I always want to make you sound fancier. It's, <laughs> it's not one hit thunder, so I guess you don't have to drink. No. Um, so we're going to talk about the food album. And I have a game set up for us to discuss the food album. So real quick, cool. I'm going to run down what the food album track list is. I want us to like just kind of get a, a base here, right? It was, in order, Fat, Lasagna, Addicted to Spuds, I Love Rocky Road, Spam, Eat It, The White Stuff, My Bologna, Taco Grande, and The Rye or the Kaiser, the theme for Rocky 13. Now that's all it was on the cassette tape. I believe the CD also came with an Eat It karaoke track as like that's a, right. as an ending. As so, a purchaser of the fancy medium, I can tell you, yes, it was a karaoke version of Eat It. That was just an instrumental of the track, really. Yeah. Okay. Um, so beat which it. Was, it was just the beat it. Instrumental. It was basically beat it. Um, <laughs> we recorded. Again, again, a good moment of me being just confused as a kid. Like, it was like, why does this end with a song where they forgot to turn the vocals on? Yeah. <laughs> but what I wanted to do, the three of us have done a bunch of these uh, money draft episodes on One Hit Thunder. Uh, so I thought what we could do is a serpentine draft. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the concept of a serpentine draft, but it would essentially be, uh, let's say the order is Matt Milligan, me, and Jim. It would be that Matt picks something, then I would pick something, then Jim would pick his first and second thing, then I would pick my second thing, Matt Milligan would pick his second and third thing, I would pick my third thing and Jim would pick his fourth and final thing and so on and so forth. Basically you're bouncing back and forth. So the person in the middle is kind of keeping track of the numbers, but it makes it a little bit more strategic because you have to think like, all right, I've got, if you're on the ends of that, you've got to think, all right, I'm getting two in a row. I should definitely, you know, you got to kind of have to place what is something you just passionately want and what is something that you're afraid someone else is going to grab before you get a chance to. So, since I'm the one that kind of came up with this idea, to decide the order, I'm going to let you two, this is going to be riveting audio, but this is how Ooh. they do it on the All Fantasy Everything podcast. I'm going to have you guys rock, paper, scissors to, Ooh. all right, so you ready? Okay, ready? One, two, three, shoot. Ah, all right, Jim won. You so got it, Jim, Jim won it. Jim, uh, you can determine what order we're going to go for this. Oh, nice. Awesome. All right. Well, let's see. I don't really have a strategy behind who's going to go in whatever order. So I'm, wait, I'm, I guess, assuming do I get to choose if I want to go first or if I don't want to go first? Well, you can choose first, second, or third, and then got it. So I got gotcha. you. Okay. All right. Well, I'm just from just by looking at the way that I'm seeing it on the screen. I'm going to pick you to go first, Matt. Okay. Uh, Matt Kelly, and then Matt Milligan, you go second, and I'll go third. So I have three and four. Ooh, cool. I'll keep us on track. What we're doing here is we're trying to get the five best food-based songs in Al's catalog. Okay, um, before we continue, because this is important, because for the listeners, we did not really pre-talk about this, so we're going to figure it out right now, which is great. Yeah. You get to hear the whole thing. <laughs> we, we're doing Compelling. stuff that's after this album as well. This is there, throughout uh, his entire career. We're including career. stuff after this, but the central conceit of the song must be about food. It, well. Is it, can it be tangentially about food? I was going to say it can be tangentially, and I say that because going over the track list, fat isn't about a specific food, nor is eating. Sure. 
They sure. are about the consumption of food. So, well, so, so I say I don't want to say too many things that aren't on the actual physical album. So let's if we make any references, let's stick to what's what's already established on the food album because I don't want to spoil any twists and turns that any of us might have up our sleeve. Well, gotcha. So let me just say, I guess for this, for the sake of this, the food album has ten tracks. So there's five, and, and there's five additional tracks that we didn't discuss yeah, so, or determine as the case. But I assume it's got to be the same list. So I wrote down a list of what I could find last night, and I had eighteen things that I could come oh, damn. up with. Okay, well, so I did a list before this, and I only came up with fifteen, which would be exactly five for each. Well, that's I have, fine. I have seventeen. <laughs> there we go. So we'll see what happens. I may have the most obscure thing on my list. So we'll see how this goes. But I'm going to start off with a song that we haven't discussed yet. But in my heart of hearts, it's kind of the one I'm... You know what? No, no, no. I'm changing my mind. I'm changing my mind in the minute. I'm changing my mind in the minute. I'm going to go with one of my favorite Al songs. I'm going to take Fat. I think Fat is the first first draft pick here. I mean, it's a... It's it's a round one first overall draft pick that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so. now I mean it's a huge song for him. It's it's a really funny song. Uh, it was one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. So I'm gonna go with Fat. That is gonna be my my starting pick. So Matt Milligan, it is over to you. Yes. Okay. So now, <laughs> okay. It's funny because I had a couple songs in my batch that I was like. Is this going to count as a food song? Is it not? Is this like borderline? I'm not sure. But considering that I have fewer songs in my list than you do, Matt. Yeah. I have to assume that I got to get in here. Because I thought I'm like, maybe I should wait on this. Maybe I shouldn't include it. This is, I'm just going to come right out the gate with this. Because this is kind of a long shot food song pick. But I'm picking it right out the gate. Okay, guys? I'm ready. My pick for Weird Al's best food song is a little number called Albuquerque. Oh, I did because not have that on my list. I want you at to the ex- end of the day, all he's really trying to say <laughs> is that he hates sauerkraut. That's all he's trying to say. I think we can wrap up the draft. I think Matt just pulled the most ridiculous, but I can't argue with it. <laughs> <laughs> In here, son of a bitch! Just Why blew did I up not the podcast, think, dude? I did not even think about that. <laughs> now oh, I'm man. extra curious what other songs you guys have. I'll, you didn't have that on your radar either. No, Jim? that was not on mine. It wasn't even on my list. Oh, but I'm going to tell you now. This I'm really. Like, you guys definitely have some stuff that I'm not aware of. Then, so this is fantastic. This, Let's go. This right now feels like it's the NFL draft, <laughs> and Matt Milligan with the number two overall pick, some random tackle that no one's ever no heard one's ever of heard of him. But you know what? And I, that, I got a good feeling about him. I got a good feeling. Right <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Jim, you get two well, picks right. in a row. So let's see. Well, look. So, yeah. So I'll have, I pick, I get pick three and four and then back to Matt Milligan because it goes up and then Matt Kelly has two cool. in a row. So, all right. So I can't let it hanging out there all this time. I got to take Eat It. Yes. Okay. Eat It is my, is my pick. Classic. We, you know, what's, what's to say about it other than you could probably think about it right now close your eyes and get most of the chorus yeah. or the without know, a doubt it's, it. it's the logical second pick in a draft um not albuquerque <laughs> but <laughs> i am now, look, i am hey, so proud we, of myself <laughs> yeah and we're putting it at the mercy of the uh, of the page so who's to who knows who Great. knows is going to come out with a top top list all right so then i get two in a row and it's it's uh, i mean there's so many great ones to choose from 
I'm going to tell you that well, I guess I can't really say the ones that I'm kind of yeah, going back between the yeah. two of them. All right, I'm going to go a little personal then in the sense of I think I'm going to take with my next pick, Addicted to Spuds. Ooh, good choice. Good, one. good choice. Robert Palmer parody, great jam, perfectly executed in the way we always talk about how Al does the like the same cadence of the song and putting the right like words with vowels that he just maximum put together with a food vowel. You know what I mean? It's a, we got it. So I, it's gotta, gotta, yeah. I mean, I, I don't have my list in front of me to confirm this. So maybe my list will actually deny what I'm about to say, but I think <laughs> when I was putting this list together, I was like, I think that this is the best version of Al making a song about his obsession of a specific food. I think addicted to spuds is, his best in that like very wide spectrum of songs that he has that done. That does cover a lot like of that. ground, but I, yeah. I agree. I, I have a real soft spot for addicted to spuds. I think that's a great, that's a great pick. All right. Well, Matt, it is back Thanks, to dude. you for your second pick here. I know. And I've, how, how can I, uh, how can I top where I started here? Uh, no, you, well, so you guys <laughs> took fat and you took eat it, which are two of his most like iconic food songs. Um, this is a little bit less iconic, but it is equally like, in my opinion, just absolutely essential, foundational, fundamental owl. And so I am going to take my Bologna. Of course. I of mean, course. Have to. Fantastic choice. As a, that is a solid pick. I mean, a very important. Is... His first single yeah. of his career. Um, a, a, just a, a, a huge milestone for him. It's not the best sounding recording because he made it in a bathroom. But that's okay. I but mean, the acoustics in that get, bathroom were really good. I was gonna say, and we didn't even get. I don't think we got a studio version of that song until last year in the weird the Al Yankovic story soundtrack. I think that's the first time it, he actually did a proper recording. He he re-recorded it for that yeah. and made it much better. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That was a yeah. That's a that's a low quality. That one and another run another one rides the bus. Yeah, are very uh, his his lo-fi era. Yeah, um, all right. That's also- so smooth that he put out the Al's version of those other. Those I know, right? Songs, so now he can be collecting the uh, collecting. Everybody's coins. doing it, man. You got to get on that boat. You yeah. got to do it. Yeah, Punchline's <laughs> got to re-record a couple albums real quick. Get the, re-record everything. Get the Punchline version. Um, so I'm gonna go with one that wasn't a single. It was. I don't even know if this is that much of a fan favorite, but it's certainly a Matt favorite. Uh, we haven't even recorded an episode on this one yet, mm. but. You know, you guys have done the 1993 draft with me. You know, I have a lot of positive feelings towards uh, Aerosmith's Get a Grip. So, of course, I'm going with Living in the Fridge. Living in I the Fridge. I love that choice, dude. I thought that was going to be one that was going to stick around to the to the later rounds. That I kind of did, like too. I'm impressed, Matt. You that was that right my away. original number one pick. Wow. And then I was like, wait, that would be crazy. That would be a crazy first pick out the gate. I, no other competition. The whole I wouldn't. Pleasant. I wouldn't have doubted it. <laughs> but had you done that, I feel like I would have been sitting here with both fat and eating. Yeah. And how could you? Like, that's like. I, that would have been the, pretty the tough. Jimmy Checkers. Yeah, Jim yeah. would have been hard to beat there. <laughs> All right. And for the next one. Hmm. I'm looking at two songs that are both very similar. And I'm trying to decide which of these two I want more. Okay. I think I'm going to go, because you also know I love R.E.M. I'm going with Spam. I'm taking Spam. Uh, Wonderful choice. Good call, Matt. I was about to take Spam, so well done. (laughs) Yeah, I had a feeling. I had a feeling I had to make a move. 
I got to say about Spam and my relationship with this particular song. So like Matt Milligan, the first, so the first Al album I had was Off the Deep End, mm. but Food Album came out shortly thereafter because my Al, like Transcendence into Al, was right in the peak period where Off the Deep End had came out. The Food Album was new because I remember seeing it at Boscov's department <laughs> store where I was like, what the hell is this? Because I was like so into the Off the Deep End. And then shortly thereafter, because we know that Food Album came out before Alapalooza, mm-hmm. it's like then I could get Alapalooza, and I was like, "How am I getting all this new Al's in the same kind of like yeah, in, a, in like time a frame, twelve or whatever month period or whatever?" Yeah. And and this okay, so Spam is on the Food Album. Yeah. It and is. I remember being at like Boy Scout camp with my Walkman and like listeners to this over and over. And I loved Spam because so I was I wasn't aware of REM at the time of being an REM song. This to me was the theme song to the Chris Elliott TV show Get a Life. Yes. Do you guys remember that yeah. show? Oh yeah. I was a big like watching The Simpsons, watching whatever was you know Parker Lewis can't lose whatever comes on <laughs> like whatever like Fox had that stuff, and I just I just remember the show. Did I love I love the show as goofball, I ha- but I just remember the song. And I was like, what is this song? <laughs> I love this song. And then when Al covered this song from the what I assumed was the TV show, I was like, this is. Oh, wait. And then I like did a little more research, you know, with whatever tools we had at the time. And I was like, oh, this is a, a band that's not they didn't make us for this TV show. They made it as a real song and whatnot. But I couldn't find it. I didn't know the UHF soundtrack was the thing that it was from on yeah. because that was so I, if I was out at the wall to wall or whatever, the National Record Mart or whatever at the time, and I was like looking at these things. Um, I would look at the back of the other ones There's because there's Polka Party and Dare to be Stupid and the whole catalog and Spam is not on any of them because yeah. I was like, where is this thing at? And then it wasn't until I like found somewhere that the soundtrack existed and I had to order, I special ordered it from Walt Wall listening. And, I, I'm, I'm, and when it came in, I was like, finally. I'm going <laughs> to give a shout out real quick because there we were, uh, Jim and I literally hung out two or three days ago uh, <laughs> at a punchline show in Philly and I met two or three different people who listened to weird algorithm. And one of them was talking to me about how as a kid, the only, they were like, I had this greatest hits album of weird Al. I can't remember which one it was like, it was like three colors of, I was like greatest hits volume two. And he's (laughs) like, how do you know that? And I was like, I was like, was biggest ball of twine in Minnesota on there. And he goes, yeah. And it goes, that that was the one that Al like sanctioned as a greatest hits because no, no company would put out a greatest hits with greatest ball of twine in Minnesota (laughs) on it. Cause it was, it was like, these were like, Hey, here's some of the essential songs that I think people have missed out on. But yeah, that was how it was with the food album. Yeah. Like it was like, you'd hear some of these songs cause I was still so new. So like I was aware of Rocky road. I was aware of eat it. I was aware of fat. I kind of knew about Addicted to Spuds, but I remember Spam being one of the two songs on that album that was kind of a new discovery for me, where I was like, Agreed. what? <laughs> like- yeah. <laughs> um, I just have to point out, I was with some friends last night, in- including um, my friend Phil, who uh, was the guest on the You Make Me episode. Yes. And uh, we were chatting, and we, last night in conversation, Get a Life and Chris Elliott came up. Like, <laughs> what are the chances of that? Like, <laughs> how, when was the last time someone talked about Get a Life in two consecutive days? In like 19, 1994 or whatever. I'm, I'm blown away uh, that that just happened. That is absolutely crazy. Shout out to Chris Elliott. Please come on our show. In the darkest corners of the internet, a nameless, formless entity has been growing. No one dares question where it was created or what it wants. 
But those who have been entranced by its musings chant its blood-curdling name in unison. Horror Movie Night. Find Horror Movie Night on your favorite podcasting app or at hmnpodcast.com. All right, Matt, it is your pick, though. Yes, my pick is going to be... I was going to say this is slightly spiteful because Matt just took spam, which I uh, really wanted. Um, But also, I really do want this. I just know Matt also wants it. I'm taking I Love Rocky Road. Ooh, good one. I'm taking I Love Rocky Road. Uh, Love that one. Absolutely would have been my choice had you not taken it. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Feel good about that. Feel good about that. I mean, it's a good it's a good song. Good lo-fi video from Alf early, early in his days. Uh, Another one talking about when I got the food album. This was one I did already know because I had the VHS of the videos where that was included on it. So I, I was familiar with I Love Rocky Road and was happy to to have it here. Yeah, it's great. And actually, just really quick, going back to what Jim was saying, it makes total sense, like following, because Off the Deep End was such a big hit for Al. I understand that he didn't want these to come out, but of course, the label was like, this is the perfect opportunity to introduce these kids who were too young the first time yeah, to all this early material. Like, they had to just capitalize on all of the, uh, you know, attention he was getting in that moment. It was it was a smart business play, even oh, yeah. though it, it lacks all, like, artistic merit and creative and, <laughs> and this had- dream. So I don't know anything about the recording industry, but I feel like would this count towards the albums on Al's contract when they would release stuff like this? Or like, is that how contracts are designed? Maybe it depends on the deal, but possibly. Gotcha. It's possible. I think the thing on, on that, what, when I was looking at it before this said something to the effect that like, there was a specific compilations clause on his contract. And then by them putting this out, he could control like the TV album and the other stuff because they couldn't, like they could do this without his permission. So they kind of like let him or they like worked with him and he worked with them begrudgingly because they would have done it anyways if he didn't say anything about it. Right. But then when it came time for the next, you know, squeeze of the of the orange, mm. like the TV and whatever else, <laughs> he had more control over it because they technically couldn't release it without his saying they needed to like. He said there was a lot more groveling and less demanding. All right. Right. Well, that's okay, good. That's to know. Fair. That's good. Yeah, to know. That is good to know. All right. Well, Jim. You get two more picks, so let's see what what are you uh, what are you adding to your Al album or Al food song list here? All right, I'm gonna start. I got two in a row. I'm gonna start by saying I'm gonna take lasagna. Oh, that was the next fantastic, on my list. great <laughs> song. I mean, La, the La Bamba parody, a song that every kid and adult has noticed and then just listened to it is just so fun to sing along and the way it does it. Great, great classic Al song. Yes. Now this next one, uh, I'm just. I'm torn because there's so there's so many that I I want, but I know it won't be there by the time it comes back to, to my final. <laughs> yeah, because you're gonna get the last pick so, of the entire draft. Yeah. Yeah. So I just I gotta go. All right, I gotta go. I I did the episode of it. It's classic in my mind. It's quintessential out to me. I gotta pick the white stuff. All right. Yeah. Good you, choice. I mean, how can you not? Uh, <laughs> I, I was thinking that I was like, how has he gone this long without? One of the songs he specifically asked to talk about on the podcast. Because I'm trying to fill out this this I gotta fill out this roster, man. That's true. That's true. I mean, lasagna. I don't want to. I don't want to just breeze past lasagna. Lasagna's great. It's so fun. That that was pretty high on my when I'm looking at my initial draft best best hopes. Uh, so far, I've got three of my top five, which is pretty awesome. But I got look at this list, man. Yeah. All of ours so far are great. They're like, there's not, you can't argue with any of them. He's got no, no he some people might argue with right Albuquerque, now. but we'll keep, <laughs> but they bring it wrong. on guys. Argue wrong. Yeah. I dare um, you. All right, Matt, 
Let's go to you. What, what's your fourth pick here? You know, it's funny. With the exception of, of Albuquerque, I find myself pulling like really old stuff here. But I guess that's just how it's this is working out. And I feel good about it. Um, yeah, my next pick, um, even though we're starting to narrow it down now, but I feel really good about this. I'm happy to have him on board my team. And that is the theme from Rocky 13. The Rye or the Kaiser. That was uh, when I was deliberating on. Um, it was the uh, closing credits to a stop motion G.I. Joe film I made as a child. <laughs> there oh, you go. I have to find a floppy disk with that, too. There's no there's no floppy disk to find because that that sucker still lives on a VHS tape that we can absolutely watch. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh my God. It also includes a preview of Nature Trail to Hell. <laughs> <laughs> that I that I made as like a as an upcoming thing. You need to bring me that to VHS. Jim is just a treasure trove of content. Next time How you bring that VHS, you if that tape is not in this house, <laughs> the next time you come over, you're not welcome in the home. <laughs> I, no, but I I honestly I've been thinking about this. I think I might like Theme of Rocky Thirteen a little bit more than Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. Like it's because it's got all the parts you like about Eye of the Tiger, but better lyrics. It's so like, so long ago now that we talked about that episode, but I remember revisiting it and just being like, "This is so much more funny and clever than I could have appreciated as a child." The idea totally. of the much older like Rocky Washed in his second Rocky. life. Yeah deciding Amazing. to move on it's just such a funny concept and i i yeah i love it so much i am so excited that th- that well one of these i had no fear at all would not be, <laughs> i was there was not even a second that i hesitated that this would be my fifth pick because i thought no one else will write this down on their list well, what's oh your boy fourth? but let's get to the fourth one first because the fourth one I think is another one that I'm very excited to steal. I, Matt, you've leaned into old Al quite a bit. I'm leaning into the uncharted territory of the podcast. And that's why my number four pick is trapped in the drive through. Very good choice. <laughs> I actually almost just said that um, as well before Rocky. Um, yeah. Um, that's a great, great pick. Oh man. That, what a, that is going to be quite a song to talk about. <laughs> in, uh there's a lot a, to cover in that. There's gonna a be- lot. Yeah, we're going to have to really brace ourselves. You, listeners, start bracing yourselves now for Trapped in the drive through <laughs> But I am so happy to get this absurd fifth pick. I am grabbing a parody of a parody from a TV show, which is when Weird Al <laughs> appeared on The Simpsons parodying a song from Homer's grunge band Sadgasm who wrote the song Shave Me and he did the parody I've Got a Brain Freeze. I am picking the 32nd parody song Brain Freeze from the Simpsons episode That 90s Show. Wild, dude. I mean, Matt I Kelly. never would have thought what, what can we even say? You, you said, uh, I thought Albuquerque was a mic drop moment. No, you have just far eclipsed. Which, of course, is the episode that gave us the brilliant line when, what was it? It was like, when, when someone has lost joy in, <laughs> in Weird Al, they've lost joy in life itself. Oh, yeah, like, he who tires of Weird Al is tired of life itself. Like, I yes. think that's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, right. that's in response to hearing brain freeze. So Wow. Yep, there it goes. That's I mean, my five. All right, Matt, <laughs> you're up next. I'm up, well, I, oh, my God. What am I even supposed to do with this now? That's your five. Okay, what's my... Your last one, the my last one. Um, okay, you know what? I'm gonna pick 
<laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to do it because I don't think anyone else is going to do it, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to take voluntarily one of the only older Al songs that he actually did not include on the food album because oh. he disliked it so much, and that is <laughs> Girls at, Just Want to Have Lunch. I look how you act like you're jumping on a grenade <laughs> to take that thing. I like, know. Like, what? That's a great choice. And I, you're right. I think it you is, and you know what? When we, I'm, I'm another, this is a, it's funny, like, doing an episode like this, I feel like we're doing, like, talk about, like, Old Simpsons. I feel like we're doing our clip show. Yeah. Where we're going, <laughs> like, remember that episode? Oh, that was so fun. Um, but, uh, I actually thought our episode about girls just want to have lunch made me like it a lot more. I was going to say it turned me around. I was ready to put that at the bottom of my list. And by the time we were done that conversation, I think I put it like five, five or six slots higher than originally intended. No, I don't know (laughs) if there's any Al song ever that has, is oozing more fuck you energy. Yeah. Just just resentment and anger. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, Jim, you've got one last pick. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, look, Unfortunately, you know we're gonna have to leave some things on the cutting room floor, regardless mm-hmm. of what I take. Yeah, so I that see doesn't mean that there's any four discs that are still to up any. There. Yeah, let's see. Totally. All right. Well, this might be one that you're like, "What? That's wild! I can't believe this would be coming out of there." But I got to take it because I it's it's the first album that I had. All right. I, I listened to it, it a thousand times cutting the grass. I got to take Taco Grande, Taco Grande. which is ten thousand times better than the actual Rico oh, Suave a, song. A thousand percent. I I was no curious. Question. I was curious because that was the last one on the food album that hadn't been drafted. I thought, ooh, is this controversially going to be the one song on that album that none of us want it? Yeah, I mean, that's a great episode that we did with Lily Hurst. Definitely check that out. I had three songs left on my list. What What do you got? Because I'm sure that I had two, and I'm sure that two of the three are the same. Well, let, what are the two that you had? We'll start there. Okay, so I had, which could have been on Off the Deep End, but was it? Alapalooza's Waffle King. Waffle yep. King. Uh, and then the parody of the Cherry Pop and Daddy's Grapefruit, Grapefruit Diet. Diet. Yep. Grapefruit Diet. And then that's where I stopped. I okay. didn't have anything. Matt, what was the extra ones that you had? Well, the only other one that I had that I thought was actually potentially for real was a very, very deep cut, which was School Cafeteria. That was the last one I had. Eight, which out. is a very, yeah. very, it was the B-side to the My Bologna, but never made it on a proper album of his and is not that good. No, um, no, that's, there's that's a why, reason why it didn't get released. I mean, that's, I that's almost, why I went with a 30 second brain freeze instead of school cafeteria. Believe school me, cafeteria the old school good hipster uh, record store employee in me desperately wanted to get the most obscure Al song <laughs> I could possibly get, which easily would have been. Oh, well, actually, school cafeteria pales in comparison to your pick, Matt, in terms of obscurity. <laughs> but I, I almost took it for that alone. But but uh, no. Yeah, that's, right. that's the other one I had on my list. Well, so the final lists. Uh, where I had fat living in a fridge, spam trapped in a drive-through, and brain freeze from The Simpsons. <laughs> Matt Milligan had Albuquerque, My Bologna, I Love Rocky Road, Theme for Rocky Thirteen, and Girls Just Want to Have Lunch. And Jim had Eat It, Addicted to Spuds, Lasagna, The White Stuff, and Taco Grande. Um, so two things I'm going to say. First of all, we're going to very put, respectable drafts, guys. Respectable drafts. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to put our names up on a poll on our Facebook page. Go find Weird Algorithm. Vote for who you think had the best draft out of the three of us. It's not going to hurt anyone's feelings. I'm just curious. But I've noticed as I read those out loud that like there's obviously exceptions here and there, but we've really hit three distinct pockets in our drafts because Mayan is like heavy in the latter Al career. I've got three songs that are Albuquerque or later that we haven't 
we haven't even discussed on the show. With the exception of Albuquerque, Matt Milligan's po- picks are all 85 or older. <laughs> and then Jim's picks are almost, with the exception of Eat It, exclusively late ni- late 80s into early 90s. Uh, so I just found that very... Uh, we- we've all got our little... Our preferred pockets there, which is very cool. Uh, before we wrap it up, 100 great episodes. I think we will be hitting another 100 just based on how many more albums we have to talk about. But Indeed, uh, yeah. <laughs> Jim, what you got going on? You got anything you need to talk about? Wait, hang on, Matt. I'm sorry. I have to do the classic thing where right when you're wrapping up the episode, I have to chime in because I have a little bit more to say first. Okay, well, let's this do is, it. This is my little <laughs> moment because I this is... I, I loved it. So first of all, we already talked about it a little bit, how Al did not like uh, the fact that this came out. We referenced the uh, the album cover before and the crazy graphic, you know, like really brutal animation, like an image of uh, essentially Al being eaten by this monster creature. Mm-hmm. That artwork was created by a guy named Doug Lawrence. Okay. Who is a voice actor and comedian and artist um, Mr. Lawrence, or as he goes by Mr. Lawrence, um, did the voice of Filbert in Rocco's Modern Life. Oh. He also does the voice of Plankton in SpongeBob SquarePants. Actually, I yeah. forgot that I had something I wanted to mention as well. And <laughs> and then just one more thing that Al picked that artist. Like he had the, uh, I guess, the ability to decide on the artwork. And it's is credited that Al's choice there was intentionally a passive aggressive protest. Um specifically intending an alien having picked the desiccated corpse of Weird Al Clean to be a reference to his record label bleeding his catalog dry. Oh, wow. Oh, Jesus. Brutal. Brutal. So So that's a great, again, talk about Al's, like, you know, when he wants to make a point, (laughs) he will will go for it. I love how, like, that had never occurred to me before. And then when I saw that written, I was like, wow, that is a wild, of course it is. Now that I look at it, like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. There's no better episode than right now for us to mention something that people have asked about, which is, of course, that in 1985, during live performances, Al would perform something called the Food Medley. Yeah. That was a series of very quick uh, song parodies about food, some that became longer songs that we know and love, and some that were just short, quick ideas. And I'm not sure how many of these Jim knows, so I'm very excited. It started with Moldy Now, which was a parody of Hold Me Now by the Thompson Twins. He, <laughs> okay. He kept the, I didn't know that. He kept the Thompson Twins parodies going with a song just called Doctor that was a parody of Doctor Doctor. He then go, goes into the Culture Club's Mistake Number 3 with a song called I'll Take the Steak Number 3. Uh, my favorite of these is a Sister Christian by Night Ranger parody called Burger King. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Then he does Don't You Forget About Meat, which is obviously a Simple Minds parody. Then we get some of the ones we know. Girls Just Want to Have Lunch, theme for Rocky uh, 13, I Love Rocky Road, a very quick Hall & Oates parody of Maneater called I'm a Spam Eater. (laughs) Um, Does a a bad company parody of Feel Like Making Love called Feel Like Throwing Up. Uh, goes into the Eagles Desperado with a song called Avocado. <laughs> and then my another really good one, Led Zeppelin, Whole Lot of Love. He did Got a Whole Lot of Lunch and then wrapped it up with My Bologna. Uh, nice. 
<laughs> you can find does, does this exist as a video? To you watch? can find some YouTube videos of him performing uh, this medley online. Uh, so definitely check that out. I'll play some of it at the end of the episode as well. But <laughs> that's great. Uh, that's great. Um, it's one so more, good. <laughs> yeah, one more very quick thing here. I just wanted because I didn't. I actually just saw this now. Um, the release of this, as Jim, you pointed out, it was in his contract. Um, it says here, Scotty Brothers had insisted on putting out a new album in order to meet monetary projections at the time. It's exactly what you want to hear as an artist. Um, and the label originally proposed a release entitled Al Unplugged which would have featured studio remixes of previously released material. The label also wanted the cover to feature Yankovic holding the cords of unplugged kitchen kitchen appliances. Yankovic did not enjoy this idea and instead agreed to the food album, quote, a concept he hated slightly less. <laughs> I, Imagine you like, like, like Matt, you're like Weird Al. And I'm the record guy. And I'm like, hey, come on, dude, where you going to be? In the, it's a picture. You're just going to have a blender. And you're going to be holding all the cords and you're going to be shrugging like, ah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Um, um, and then the only other thing, very last thing, Matt, I promise, is that <laughs> this is the only compilation he ever released to go gold. Oh. So even we're talking about the greatest hits and all that other stuff that happened. This was the only one for what it's worth. This also, it went gold in 2006. (laughs) So it took a very long time, but it is the only compilation he has released to go gold. So there you have it. Um, Last thing for real. And then Jim can promote a little (laughs) bit. But I thought, oh, you know what? I have that list of unreleased songs and I wanted to find what some of the unreleased food songs were. Now, Matt Milligan, you have a very special uh, hard drive from MC Lars. If you know... Oh, you know you, I looked through it, Matt. I was going to say, if you know that you have any of these on there, let me know, because you know we can maybe do an epi- a more detailed episode later. Uh, but in 1976, he did a parody of Cheerio, Lip- Cheerio Cherry Lips by Scrappy Lambert called Cheerios Applejack's Cheerios. <laughs> I do Um, have the 1976 home demo of Cheerios, Applejack's Cheerios. Uh, 1979, he did a parody of House of the Rising Sun by the Animals called House of the Sesame Seed Bun. I do have House of the Sesame Seed Bun. (laughs) In 79, he did a parody of the Beatles' Hey Jude, simply called Hey Food. (laughs) Um, Do I have Hey Food? Maybe not on that one. All right. Um... In 1979, he also did a parody of the Knack's Oh, Baby wait, I Likes- do have it. I'm sorry, I okay. have it. <laughs> he did a parody of the Knack's Baby Likes Talkin' to Baby Likes Burpin'. I um, it. <laughs> He did a parody of Won't Get Fooled Again called Won't Eat Prunes Again. <laughs> I have it. Uh, he did Crazy On You by heart as Throw Gravy On You. <laughs> I have it. <laughs> <laughs> the we won't need another hero by tina turner turned into we won't eat another hero <laughs> um then there was it said that there Ooh, was i might par- not have that okay there was the alapalooza multiple rejected parodies of green eggs and ham which i can't remember what that was a parody of um i know uh, Dr. green eggs Seuss- and ham i do have um green eggs and ham is a parody of numb by you two Okay. Oh, uh, really? Uh, yes. The black or white one, infamously, snack all night. Snack all night, I have. And chicken pot pie, uh, instead of live or let die. Correct. And then and some I, of those are uh, are strictly live clips that are and it's just like brutally low quality, yeah. and also like some of them are as short. Like that house of the sesame seed bun is like twenty seconds long. Yeah. Like it, it they are clearly like 
a demo of a concept. And the nice thing you were talking about with those food medleys that he did was it was a way to do like a verse and a chorus of something or even just a chorus and then move on quickly. It was like, you know, might not be a a developed enough idea to get a full song out of, but I can at least get like a quick joke and move on. Here's what we're going to do. I'm already, I'm already planning for episode 200 because I don't know what we're going to be at at episode 200. I think episode 200 is just a live listen of all of these 20, 30 second unreleased songs that we couldn't possibly do a full episode on these obscure, like 30 second half, half brain ideas. I mean, that sounds good to me Um, guys. And then the last one I see in here is it says that on running with scissors, he had a parody called fast food that never got completed. I don't know Uh, what that was. Fast food was a parody of thank you by Alanis Morissette. Oh, wow. Um, (laughs) And uh, actually, I know that one fairly well because I saw the Running With Scissors tour um, and despite it being called Fast Food, it's essentially him doing exactly... Do you remember Thank You by Alanis Morissette? Yeah. Thank so, you, India. Is he just yeah, thanking so fast he food does, restaurants? Thank you, Taco Bell. Thank you, <laughs> Burger King. That's like that's it. And he does like one run of those lines and, and then moves on. It's very perfect. Cool. I cannot wait for uh, 100 more episodes. We can dive into that. Jim, you're more than welcome to join us for the live reaction to these obscure Yeah, save the date 100 awesome. weeks from I, now. I guess I got to save it. No, I was just about to ask you to put them in a Dropbox. But I guess we'll wait and we'll just do it as a Yeah, thing. no, we so got time great. to figure this out. Don't worry yeah, about it. We got 100 weeks to figure that out. So, Jim, well, once again, uh, you know, you manage, you manage a band called Punchline. Um, you know, this is coming out the week after Valentine's Day. So I know for a fact that Punchline has... A lot of stuff happening in March and beyond. Um, anything that you're able to talk about? I know at least a Have Mercy and a Spilled Canvas tour is happening yeah, in that time frame. Basically what I was going to talk about, yeah. well, just in terms of plugging those guys being out there on the roads. Big 2024 for them. Action, uh, 20th anniversary, as well as uh, doing a couple dates with friends and working on stuff. That's cool. If you're if you're a fan, come on out. If you're not a fan, come on out and become one because <laughs> you're going to love it. Agreed. Uh, they are doing some shows uh, East Coast. So the Have Mercy Tour happens in March, early March, 3-7, a classic punchline holiday. Yeah. March 7th is a date that they are having a show mm. in Asbury Park. Which so side note, Milligan, if you're in town... I March know I 7th. was out of town. They were just at La Poisson Rouge in Manhattan, and I was not in town, which we was were. devastating. Because um, I'll uh, be at the Asbury Park Asbury show, Park's so maybe not that we'll far. Say, I can do that. Yeah. Hey, listeners, nice. right. okay. mark your calendars. Maybe March 7th, if you uh, want to meet... An official meetup. Yeah, if you want to meet the weird algorithm, guys. We'll, I mean, we don't we'll, want to upstage Punchline. No, we can't. But <laughs> also, if you just want to meet me, if you don't want you the go. whole effect, I think I'll also be at the uh, March 8th show in Townsend. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you can yeah, meet us both Towson. separately, guys. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's a little Towson. overwhelming. Towson slash Baltimore. And then they're going to play in Preserving outside of uh, Pittsburgh in New Kensington, a new spot up there they haven't been to yet, which should be a lot of fun. And then uh, down the road in June, we're doing the, a couple dates in the Midwest with the Spill Canvas. Uh, Amazing. Have to get into the depths of that. You can check it out online at punchlinemusic.com. And also, fellas, at some point, because I know it won't have been done by the time this app, this comes out, we're going to New Jersey. We're going to figure out what's inside that disc. Yeah, we to are. It. I don't know what all we're going to be doing there, but it, it, you know whether it's going to involve listeners or not involve the them. Pieces what, we'll really, out, but... The pieces are really coming together. It's just a matter of the fun of scheduling me, you, Matt, our camera guy, Kyle, and the schedules of the people kind enough to let us 
Yeah. Scheduling this thing. Best, you guys. Wait. We love yeah. scheduling. <laughs> uh, I, I will say that the Vintage Computer Federation folks have been nothing but fantastic. They've been amazing. Also, they're so excited. Yeah, yeah they're very, they really very chill. So. Uh, I hope that we can deliver on whatever this is. If, and once again, I'll say, if this game, which I, I can only assume is not finished, that we would get to some end of it and there's like nothing there. Um, we're going to have to finish gonna, it. We're going yeah, to the, okay. we're gonna get we're to the kill screen. Yeah, kill screen coming up. Kill screen, kill screen coming up. Um, I'm trying to think of what else could possibly even be on this disc. Well, it's, I know, it's I know exciting. that I tried to make a football game that was like <laughs> that. It took me so long to code that you would go. It's like, what team do you want? You type in Pittsburgh Steelers or Steelers or whatever, and then like you know, there's there at the time I guess probably 30 teams or something. So it'd have to be like. What if this guy picks Steelers versus Bengals and Browns and Cowboys and whatever else? Yeah. I had to do every team against every team. And that took <laughs> a long time. Well, we got to make like a whole other podcast where we just go over Jim's stuff. Yeah, Jim's like, lost Jim's media. got computer games. He's making like trailers for Nature Trail to Hell. Well, like, that's I can't I was believe say, all the content you have. I must promote at this point in time. Look, Geekscape TV on YouTube. I have a pretty, I have a pretty good feeling that no matter what happens with the footage that we take of Jim's game, that one of the places you are guaranteed to see it will be on Geekscape TV. So there definitely hit up Geekscape TV, guys. Thank you for like listening to the insanity that is our podcast for a hundred episodes. <laughs> uh, and, I know, you know it's really amazing. I can't believe we're a like, hundred episodes is crazy. Thank you guys and, so much. That was and so thanks fun. for having me here. I'm so glad yeah. you guys, you know, invited me back. It's always a pleasure. Always of course, true. and you know what. Next week we start everybody's favorite Weird Al album, Alapalooza. There's there's no negative thoughts that have ever existed about that album, it's especially not especially not Certainly from not. your two hosts. So <laughs> so stay tuned for that. Yes. Well, I hope you're not in any real big hurry to get home tonight because uh, we're gonna do a medley of every single song ever written in the history of the world. And uh, we're going to start out with something special. Here's a little sneak preview for you. The soundtrack to the upcoming motion picture, Rocky 13.
sail on creamy than one. Smash on some blinces at Tanzers. Not in the mood for Jack and the Box. Oi, babe, we gonna swim. Run through the Fairfax Avenue. For my time in South Liver. We gonna swim. Run through the Fairfax Avenue.